Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. I got Casey the Tobacco Nut and Pete from Scuba Board with us uh, right now to kick off Hour 2. Because, you know, I realized at the end of Hour 1, you guys were kind of, I don't know, comparing scars during the commercial break there. And we never did really explain what what the heck happened to you to make you all gimpy. Because uh, both of them are having uh, leg or foot issues. Pete's pretty much uh, back in the water on the mend and recovered. But Casey is still, I don't know, you got another week or so before you get your cast off. And then you're going right. to get back in the water. But we didn't really explain what, what the heck happened. Last time we talked to Pete, I don't know, the first time you had a foot issue, you stepped in a hole in Fiji. Uh, but the second one. The third time, Greg. That was the third one. You have three legs. Whoa, hey, now. Let's <laughs> be careful. What you say I, next? I, I did the Achilles tendon back in 2003 on the left foot, and then I was at a uh, the scuba show in uh, Long Beach. No, no, the one that was in Florida that was put on by Sherry Day, the Blue Wild. Oh, okay. And, All right, uh, gotcha. I was sort Fort of Lauderdale. playing around, and I I popped the other Achilles tendon, hmm. and then two years ago I was in Fiji where I broke my left leg because they had a big. You stepped in big a hole. Ditch. A big ditch. ditch and it was at night right. no lights no great well, like, yeah you, it's you don't fiji. do this in america yeah they don't have lights and things like that in fiji you gotta you know it, it's you're they just out in the tie bush. like a split piece of bamboo around it and sent you on your way or no they were they threatened <laughs> to eat them first probably that's where <laughs> Ooh, cannibalism boy, oh, started oh. yeah remember yeah yeah actually cannibalism <laughs> died out there it's like if you can't I'm walk fun. out of the woods here out of the rainforest sorry we're gonna eat you uh, <laughs> Casey, I had a, an hour and a half boat ride in 10 foot seas to get me to the mainland. And then about a three hour drive in a van to get me to the hospital. And the hospital was great. I mean, that was super. That was, but yeah, the, they gave him drugs. Uh, actually, I didn't take any opioids. I, I didn't take anything. Well, they give they you kava to drink in Fiji, you know, to well, take I the edge. Kava, that's for sure. Right. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Fijian beer that'll take uh take a little of the pain away but yeah I, once they got it set i didn't have a whole lot of pain it was mm-hmm. great well but they you got squared away and uh got back on the man got home it took you a little while but but uh you did your scuba therapy and you're back now casey in your your case what what happened to your foot exactly or what i how did I you get all what really happened was due to covid and a year out of the water my tendons just dried up and snapped <laughs> You're like a mermaid uh, without the uh, water, and, and I, I think go so a certain because time. it was. I just came home one night and was uh, 
kicking my shoes off and put all the weight on my left foot to kick the right shoe off. And there was a loud pop. Really? And I went to the ground and Jeez. About a week later, it wasn't getting any better. So I went to the doctor and he went, oh, you've torn this tendon that controls your arch and blah, So blah, that blah. happened when you were just trying to flip your shoe off while sitting yeah. down? Yeah, oh, it geez. was the most freak thing. My wow. my wife was like, what happened? Because I'm laying on the floor going, ow. Yeah. And she was like, you're being ridiculous. And I said, I'm not being ridiculous. It hurts. I yeah. did something. Well, uh, pops at our age are never a good thing. Right. That's but I'll it. tell you, that is the lamest story I've ever heard in my life. You got to well, come up said, we gotta get with way the better scuba radio. The scuba squad come up with a, a good explanation of all these little scars. I was attacked by piranha or something. Yeah, of course. You're res- uh, rescuing a baby seal pup from the jaws yeah, yeah. of a great white. And, and then when you're trying to, by the foot and, trying to whack yeah. him in the dorsal fin and. And you popped your Achilles tendon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it will never match up to the narwhal story for yours. Well, but- yeah. If there's any penetration, it always involves a narwhal. Well, let's just yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's safe to leave it there. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, I'll let you fill you in the rest. point. Of the, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, but you're not going to let it keep you out of the water, and you're no, looking for No, no. As a matter of fact, I'm still determined to be the first one to get over to the Bahamas and do some shark diving with or without you guys. Well, uh, th- that may be. You know, the Tigers are, are not there right now in Bimini, or for the most part. They've moved on. It's not Tigers. No, or, I mean, not, not Tiger Shark. I mean, uh, Hammerhead. Great, yeah, Hammerhead season's kind of off now head's gone tiger's coming but last week we were talking to junior about all the cool stuff they do have going on whether it's uh stingrays or wild spotted nose dolphins or spotted dolphins i read something uh i think it's still going on we can ask junior but they they've built some sort of plexiglass cage at the uh boat dock oh they're at the big game fishermen come in you can get down this cage and see the bull sharks feeding Right. I've, I've heard about this, but I thought, I don't know if it's still there. I think I might I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I just thought it'd be cool to go do well, that. Well, I don't know if it, it might still be there, but I, I thought I heard that they didn't, weren't doing that. But who knows? Yeah, there's you so know many different know? types of dives. The dive god. The dive know. god. We could find out. We could get Mr. Uh, Watson Sr. Uh, on the uh, on the show, and, and that is the plan here. So maybe we'll check in with Neil in just a but bit. But I want to go over there and just do a solid weekend of sharks. Well, I mean, you should have done that a couple months ago in the winter months, though. Well, I would have, but I didn't have all my legs. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe if you would have, you didn't, you wouldn't have needed legs if you would have grabbed a scuba jet. You could have grabbed one of those. Step up. Well, you know, yeah. the only guy I know with a scuba jet won't share. Who says? Oh, I can borrow your scuba jet. No, no. Oh, okay, I thought right, you're talking. You I thought you were talking about someone else. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. To think somebody would wade into that huge pile of free stuff you have and borrow something. No, oh we might we might be able to make that happen. You never know. But you know, the thing is, uh, if you go over to Bimini in particular, uh, you, what about those uh, wild dolphins? I haven't done that in a long, long time, and I'd like I to get back that over. Back when Bill and Nadlo were running the uh, dive shop over there, right. and that was an amazing, amazing experience to. Be in the water with hundreds of these dolphins literally swimming a foot, two foot away from you. But if you see even so much as try and reach for one, they're gone. Well, you don't, you're not supposed was, to touch them anyway. Well, so. no, but I 
you want to reach out to them and they just kind of are always out of reach. Well, I mean, they come, they come to you. They know exactly yeah, where you are, yeah, uh, but, exactly. but the, what's so magical about it is that they're wild dolphins and they only interact with you because they want to, they yeah. don't feed them. They don't uh, have anything other than, uh, you know, they, they tell you before you jump in the water, try to look interesting, dive down, snorkel around, you know, yeah, they want twir- to twirl around, around right. something different. Yeah, so they come Another in. The amazing thing is they, they will lead you, you astray. They will lead you astray. How so? They what do you mean? They will get kind of right in front of you or beside you, and you're swimming with them, and you're so fascinated that suddenly you'll hear the boat horn, and you turn around, and you realize you've snorkeled way away from the boat. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're an easy distraction for sure. They but, are sirens, to be sure. Well, the, yeah, I guess in that, that sense. That is an amazing thing. I would highly recommend to anybody at any time to go do, be with wild dolphins. It's amazing. It is. It, this isn't like a theme park experience. This is a totally different level of uh, interaction with wildlife. When you, when you, Once again, when it's on their terms and they come in and check you out, it's pretty remarkable. I've told this story before, but when I did this years ago in Bimini, uh, it was just perfect, and it, that's one of the reasons why I haven't went back. Because I'm afraid I'll never be able to match that moment that I had in Bimini years ago when we were jumped in the water. We found this small pot of uh, of uh, spotted dolphins, and they said, "Get in there, look, uh, try to look interesting, dive around and stuff." And sure enough, we got in there, and they started swimming around us. Uh, and they stay, like you said, they just stay out of arm's reach. They, but you yeah. don't, you're not, you don't want to touch them anyway. But they, no, you, but they, they swim up and they look. You can see them looking at you, and they, yeah. they'd swim real fast and they'd stop, you know, like five feet away and just eyeball you. Like, what the heck is that? What is he doing? You know. And I was, it was fascinating to kind of, you know, project. Like, I wonder what this dolphin is thinking. Like, this must be the weirdest looking uh, critter they have ever seen in their entire lives. Like, what an awkward looking creature. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. From the dolphin's perspective. Yeah, I'm sure dolphin perspective is, hey, let's go play with the idiots. Yeah. Well, the, there was a baby dolphin. Around there was a baby uh, baby yeah. dolphin and his, his mother, and the baby started interacting with us quite a bit, swam right up to us, and uh, you hear all this chatter going on, and, and it's, it's coming up real close. It's like just, oh, so magical. And then all of a sudden, you see the mama dolphin come over and go, come on, Junior, you're getting too close. Get away from those uh, weirdos. Yeah. And uh, you could have just kind of make that connection of what was going on. That was pretty cool. Can I do it again? Who knows? I have to go over there. Let's see if we can get the dive guide on. Maybe we can chat with him next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Be an explorer. In the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium. Instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. 
Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save us St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Tarek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. This is Dr. Samuel H. Gruber, the Shark Doc. You are listening to Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving and to political intrigue. Everybody this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. All right, that's the Calypsonians from back in the day, a uh, famous band that originated, I guess, in Bimini or in the Bahamas. I don't know. We got the dive guy on the line, though. Now he, he can tell us. Is that the case? Neil, what do you know about those guys? Anything? It is. They were a local band in Bimini that uh, played at the Complete Angler. Yeah. The famous. My, my famous bar in the whole world right burned out a few years ago mm-hmm. and uh and every every year they used to do a big event uh in lauderdale and they'd fly them over and i mean people came from everywhere to to hear these guys they're great band uh, absolutely yeah and that's a great song too by the way and yeah. the the you know the uh complete angler that uh, place that burned down that was a old Ernest hemingway haunt that's where he did like Old Man in the Sea or got inspiration for it or something, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Bimini has a lot of history behind it. And it's just the coolest place on the planet to hang. It's pretty much wide open right now. We were talking to Junior last week uh, about just that. And things are getting back to normal. If you've been vaccinated, you don't need to get a test to get into the Bahamas. Uh, which is good news for folks like me and uh, the rest of our Scuba Radio crew. Uh, they want to get over there. Uh, you know, Casey in particular, Neil, has been talking about wanting to go do the sharks, but I told him the hammerheads aren't there now. So they, he has to do uh, dolphins uh, or something uh, else, right? Both the, the hammerheads and the uh, and the bull sharks, both are on their migration or wherever they go. 
But yeah. we've we've got the Caribbean reef sharks, we've got um, the stingrays, and of course, you know, the highlight for me is the spotted the dolphin experience. Right. Is, yeah, that that you know, I, I explained that story uh, or my last interaction with them years ago. I've almost been, you know, I've almost didn't want to try it again because I, I I didn't know how you could improve on a perfection uh, type of experience that I had in Bimini years ago. But I, I got to get out there and try it again because it's always fun just to see them. Let alone well, if you yeah. have a special encounter like that, right? Exactly, and, and you know what's so cool about it is it's it's not a <clears throat> an attraction where they've trapped and trained dolphins and they keep them in captivity, mm-hmm. and you get in the water and swim with them. These animals are totally wild. It's pods of of spotted dolphins. They literally have been there for years and years and years, and they interact with you their pleasure not yours right and they and they seem to love it and you know um uh, and normally to, to get into the, to experience the wild dolphin experiences you have to go on the liveaboard and spend a week out whatever i mean 90 plus percent of the time we have good experiences on a half day afternoon trip we run north of the island we find the pods mm-hmm. people go in the water it's a snorkel experience we don't yeah. dive with Right, but they'll they'll play with you for hours. I mean, it's really it's really exciting. I mean, it, I, it is. Uh, we got to get back over there and uh, do that, Casey. You've done it before, right? Yeah, no? I actually did it when the uh, angler was still there. We were we had a little bit of room in the angler, and uh, what are the odds? Was, yeah, Cox <laughs> was still flying uh, seaplanes out there. Oh yeah, oh. back in the day. Sounds right. like fun. Yeah. What about you, Pete? Have you ever done I've the? Never done. Does it I've sound something that. like you want uh, something you need to mark off the list or no? I probably do. Yeah. I mean, when, when you uh, <laughs> snorkel with him, you don't dive because they think, what, the bubbles scare him away, Neil? Is that the deal or what? Uh, yeah. 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 They don't They don't seem to like, they don't like, the, they don't like divers. They like snorkel. Well, the whole experience is pretty much on the surface, so you're not going to use a tank. Yeah, you're, you're in 20 feet of water, and, and they come up on the surface, you know, with the, but, uh. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll get right up in your face. They'll swim around you. They'll play with you. Mm-hmm. They'll even bump into you. No, it's it's uh, it's an amazing experience. It yeah. really is. Well, they and tell you to try to look interesting. Uh, you know, which is uh, difficult for our crew sometimes. Like uh, I resent that. My natural <laughs> status is interesting. Okay, if you say so. Uh, but but I don't know what you know they they tell you to dive down, twirl around, just don't just float on the surface and and not move. Try to look, make yourself look well, uh, appealing go. to dolphins. Which I don't know. Do you have any tricks for that, Neil? I mean, what do you what do you suggest? You know, I, I did a I did a uh, a film shoot with a, a Brazilian uh, film company, and they were pretty much into the hammer hits and whatever. And and the the um, star of the show is is a girl named. Karina Oliani, which is absolutely beautiful, a doctor's degree, had climbed Mount Everest. I mean, just an amazing young lady, absolutely beautiful. And I had suggested the dolphins, and she wasn't all that excited about it. Yeah. And and finally, she said, yeah, we'll give it a shot. So we went out there, and oh, my God, she could not believe it. We got some footage that was unbelievable, just unbelievable. An amazing free diver. I mean, she was you know, you're in 20 feet of water, and she was in the bottom swimming around with them more than she's on the surface. But, uh, yeah, film crews, uh, 
absolutely love it. And, and here again, I mean, the, the opportunity to have a 90 plus chance experience, uh, uh, you know, of interacting with these animals on a, on a half day afternoon trip is, is quite remarkable. No doubt about it. Now, uh, dolphins is one thing. Obviously, they got the sharks, uh, Caribbean reef sharks at the various reefs. Like, well, like Victory Reef. Is it Victory Reef uh, was one of the original dive sites in Bimini you started years ago, right? Didn't you pioneer that one? Yeah, we yeah we've got the Victories, which is down off South Cat Cay, and and uh, Turtle Rocks, and uh, actually the the uh, Caribbean uh, <clears throat> reef shark dive. Is Triangle Rocks. It's, it's shallow, twenty feet, and we get you know thirty, forty Caribbean reef sharks. Uh, we don't actually do a feed. We just drop the bait bucket in, and you go down and you just swim around and, and hang with them. It's real exciting. I, I tell you, I mean, I think Caribbean reef sharks are really cool. Yeah. I love them. They're the coolest yeah. looking sharks. I think they're so yeah. sleek. I agree, yeah. and they look impressive in that sense. They, they're not as menacing as some of the other look uh, uh, sharks out there. I mean, but I mean, the hammerheads are just—they're uh, just weird. They're like aliens. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're weird. They're massive, but they're, they're graceful. I mean, it's that's that is an amazing dive. Mm-hmm. Same with the, the tiger sharks, but you know they're, they're kind of slow moving. They're kind of like in slow motion. They're beautiful. The Caribbean reef sharks are just little spunky things running around, you know. Right. Like little mini torpedoes zip yeah. around, yeah. and they're exactly. they're fun to watch. I just, and... I just want to get over there. Hey, yeah, get, get that, Casey. There. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to get over there and be able to call in on Saturday and go, "You losers!" What being Bimini and uh... being Bimini with a click in my hand. And uh, the dive god, and we just got off the boat, shark diving. Contact them through neilwatson.com. They'll hook you up there. there. You go. All right, we got more coming up. Stay close. the world's first radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master casey the tobacco nut with me as well as the dive god mr neil watson who you know pioneered diving in the bahamas and bimini to be specific uh, kind of zeroed in on that at the moment uh whether it's diving with uh, hammerheads during the winter's months or right now caribbean reef sharks uh spotted uh you know bottlenose dolphins uh you got a like a stingray city thing over there they can go dive with stingrays there's a ton of stuff uh, to do when you head over to Bimini and dive with the the Watson crew uh, and and those kind of folks, and plus you have the the new fast ferries back in full effect now. We heard uh, last week. Is that right, Neil? 
The yeah, Bellaria, absolutely. yeah. You know, it, it has never been easier to get there. And what is really cool, I mean, it goes out of Fort Lauderdale, leaves at nine in the mornings, two hours to get over there. Yeah. Beautiful boat, which means you can get over, you can do a two-take dive in the afternoon. You could do a two-day, one-night, um, because the boat doesn't leave till like six in the, in the afternoon the next day. Yeah. And because you're not flying, you can do two takes in the morning and, uh, and take the boat back so you could get in two days of diving on a two day, one night trip. Normally to get two days of diving, you got to book a, a four day, three night trip because you usually don't arrive or dive on your arrival and your departure. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's an amazing opportunity to get in maximum diving in a limited number of days yeah and i I actually i think their luggage uh, restrictions on the valeria is is pretty lax too a couple bags of gear whatever you need to do they're a little bit more liberal than uh, they may be on an airline so uh, take advantage of it Uh, it means uh you know can fit in more dives more bottom time and bimini uh, you'll have a good time and enjoy it Uh, neilwatson.com bimini scuba center uh, there on Bimini is the dive operation to dive with Junior, his son, who runs the operation. Neil, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for the update. You bet, pal. Have a good one. And we got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. <laughs> Think sharks are sexy, do you? No. Wait a minute. What was the Little Mermaid? This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. You know, all this talk of uh, snorkeling with spotted bottlenose dolphins and bimini just kind of has me reminiscing on all these dives I got to get back out there and experience after this extended lockdown period of time. I know I'm not alone, and I figured I'd uh, call up my buddy Jerry Beatty from Dive Training Magazine and maybe compare some notes on what's on our list. A little reflection of what we've done before, maybe some things that we haven't marked off the list just yet, or maybe uh, some dives that we need to go back and repeat, like that bottlenose uh, dolphin thing. You got a few of those, don't you, Jerry? Or what? Yeah, I got a few of those for sure. Hey, Greg, how are you? Long I'm good, man. It, it yeah, has been. Good. We got to get back in the water and do some diving together, Jerry. Um, we're way overdue. I mean, we're talking months. So, so true. But I'll, I'll tell you what, Jerry Beatty is one of the best dive buddies you could have. And, uh, and and we're a pretty good team because when we get out there and dive around the world together, we have a tendency to to see some pretty uh, inc- incredible things. I mean, it was Jerry Beatty was my bed buddy when I I uh, scuba dove uh, or we we were diving in the Galapagos and we had the uh, killer whale pods and the uh, mantas. I mean, it was just insane, an insane week of diving. And uh, stuff that are, you know, I, I would say at least, uh, I, I bet three or four of the top 10 dives I've ever done were with you as my dive buddy. So you're kind of like a good luck charm to me. You hear what I'm saying, Jerry? 
<laughs> we do make a good team. We definitely do. Not only in the water, but we travel well together. And we've traveled, I mean, from the southernmost part of the world to the other side of the world. That's true. Our- Topside, uh, Jerry Beatty's a great drinking buddy. So when we're not diving, <laughs> we're, we, we uh, have a, a tendency to partake in a cocktail or two. And uh, but- yeah, it's a good bond. We- <laughs> we put some more stuff on the list at the last trip, and the last trip we did was uh, Maldives, and it wasn't too long before that we were doing Red Sea. Yeah, that's right. We definitely saw some cool stuff in both places, but I, I, I got to admit, Red Sea blew me away. Mm-hmm. It was more than I expected, and every single dive offered something new, and uh, I wasn't expecting that. It was uh, phenomenal diving there in that part of the world. And we, we were diving like maniacs before COVID hit. Yeah, I mean, it, sure. it was really, really uh, balls to the wall as far as travel and everything. And then everything just stopped cold like everyone else. And uh, so it is, it's been an adjustment period for sure. Uh, but I'm ready to get back out there. I know you are too. And uh, are, are there a lot of items and dives, you know, being that you've dove so much? I mean, you're... You know, your list of dives, your logbook is way thicker than I, mine. And and I, I got to wonder, you know, are there dives uh, still that you haven't done that you want to mark off the list? Or have you done, been there, done that for pretty much everything in your, in your mind? Well, I'll tell you, the list isn't as long as it's been in the past, maybe 10 years ago. But no, you can't run out of places to dive. Mm. I used to take a globe and spin it around and go, I can dive every bit of that. <laughs> well, I've learned that ain't going to happen. So I'm starting to be a little more choosy. But yeah. I mean, I'm, I have not done Indonesia. I've been right up to the border, but I, I haven't done Malaysia. Right. So there are ample choices left to be dived well there you go that's it's on my list too you know explore ventures as a boat in that part of the world that we've been talking about going over and experiencing as well but uh i mean what do you know about diving there that you would want to go see just the fact that you just haven't been there or do you actually know there's a specific type of dive that they offer in that part of the world that you'd kind of like to experience yes (laughs) (laughs) yes to both all right i gotcha Mm mm-hmm so uh, what are they? Do, do you know what the specific types of dives are or no? Uh, critters is what I hear the most of. Rajan Pop, Limbe Scray, yeah. that area. Uh, macro, a lot of macro. But there's some big stuff once you get to the right area, So like Sarong. So I've got more investigation to do. But luckily, I've got some very good friends that have been out there many, many times for many years. So I'll be doing my homework before I jump on the plane. Well, I was going to say, if you said we're going to go to Sarong, I was like, uh, that means we got to wear a dress? Isn't there Sarong a, <laughs> like a Fijian dress or something? I don't know. I have no Yeah, there's uh, so many places that I, I'm, I'm just unfamiliar with because you just haven't been there. But once you go there... Uh, you know, you, it's a crash course on what they have to offer and uh, usually, you know, sets the bar a little bit higher each time. And Rajan Pot, you mentioned that area. That That's one of those places where like uh, Howard and Michelle Hall have filmed a lot of their IMAX movies. And, and so, you know, it has to be great, right? It is. I'm sure it is. I'm not going to be disappointed on that one. I'm absolutely sure. True. And, uh, but, you know, there's some destinations that we've been used to. They're our backyard that I'm getting reports has changed dramatically. For instance, I've got friends that just got back from Cozumel for five days of hard diving, and these 
guys have been diving Cozumel since the early 80s, and they said they'd never seen clarity like they have now. Hmm. There's no cruise ships. Right. Okay. They, sure. They don't have this mass amount of uh, sand being kicked up and mm-hmm. running off the critters with noise. They said that the night dive was the most critters they'd ever seen on any dive in the world. Wow. So there's, okay. There's some other places I, I got to get back to as well. Yeah. Like what? I'll tell you what I'm thinking, but uh, why don't you go first and see if we're in sync? Uh, Well, basically, the cruise ship markets that I like to dive at, and I won't mention names, that don't have cruise ships or haven't had cruise ships for a long time. Okay, so you'd like any cruise ship. Okay, but you would like to replicate that Cozumel story in some other destinations right now, is what you're saying. Absolutely. I think there's a lot that uh, we would see, Greg, that Mm -hmm. uh, we've been there before, but we might not see, we may see a whole lot more this time. Right. Well, you don't have a lot of time. I mean, the cruise industry yeah. is going to be opening up in the next month or two, I guess. Right? That's what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah. They're rattling their swords. I'll say that. True. True. So that won't <laughs> last very long. So if you want to get out and try some of that, that's one thing. But I got to tell you what's on my list is getting back to the Galapagos. Oh. Yeah. When we did that trip a few years ago. I mean, it's it's amazing how much time has already passed, but I mean, it was like insane, uh, all the marine life and, and just topside stuff that we saw on that adventure. It was just mind-blowing, and I, I kind of want to go back and see if it, it's possible to replicate that. I mean, there's some new dive vessels. Uh, you know, Explore Ventures has what the Majestic, which is like a new standard to live aboard in that part of the world. Um, I just want to get back over there and, and see what it is and, and go visit uh, Darwin's – well, not Darwin's Ark, Arch anymore. Pillars. It's it's uh, the Pillars of Evolution. <laughs> what do you think? Is that on your list to, to well, do that I- or no? I got to tell you, I, I've had some really good, exciting dives. Somewhere I, I get on the boat and I just go, I need to catch my breath. It was that mm-hmm. good. But the only time I've come up from a dive and you could have convinced me that I was right in a National Geographic feature was that dive. Oh, so, so that, true. Yeah, That was uh, geo material, no question about it. It was uh, remarkable. I mean, uh, we had just done a, a dive with more mantas than I thought had ever even existed in the ocean. You literally could have walked across the surface from one manta to another. They were in all levels of the water column. That dive itself was crazy insane. It was like no you almost thought this isn't real. And because uh, they were everywhere, these mantas and mobilias, and they were all over the place. And it was just a spe- spectacular dive. And and me, Jerry, were buddied up with another uh, couple dudes. And and we uh, get to the end of our, our dive after seeing this just crazy amount of mantas. And I, I remember me being the first person to signal, like, okay, I've finished my safety stop. I'll go back up to the boat. You guys still got a few seconds to go. I'll get on first, and then you can follow. And so I, I, I crack the surface, and I start to get off my gear and hand it up to the guy. And, and Jerry and the rest of the guys pop the surface, and they go, Greg, killer whale. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, right, yeah, I'm not going to fall for that. Because we'd seen every marine life critter you could ever imagine already. The only thing you didn't see was killer whales. And I'm like, they're just yanking my chain. And, and then it goes, no, no, really, killer whale swam right by you. And I turn around, and sure enough, I see the dorsal fin. Of this, uh, of these killer whales, there are like eight of them about uh, 15 feet away. And I'm like, oh my God. And he goes, and you guys said it swam right behind me, almost rubbed 
rubbed the, the back of my tank or something. Is that right? You remember that? Yeah, like well, that? I love it when a plan comes together because during the dive, I had kind of kept myself 15 foot above the group trying to stash some air for later just in case. So I had an extra spare 500 pounds that you didn't have. And yeah. So I was able to sit down there until they had moved on. And I missed the yeah. whole thing. But, you know, we got in the panga, you know, the little dinghy and cruised with them for the next 30 minutes. Magical, magical times. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all towel down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out and the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving, flying, and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving, flying, and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy. And this is why I wanted to tell you about Nanook Professional Protective Cases. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. From their high-impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook cases generally cost less than similar products currently on the market. From an iPhone to a full set of dive gear, whatever you need to shield from the elements, Nanook Professional Protective Cases has the size, shape, and color for you. Go to Nanook.com. That's N-A-N-U-K.com for Nanook Professional Protective Cases. The evolution of protection. Larry, I'm freaking out. Why? Florida spiny lobster season is almost here and we could end up as a diver's dinner. Lenny, you and me are the defending tag team hide-and-seek champions. But they... And even if they do spot us, we're masters of escape. Oh, yeah, Chris Angel? Try escaping the equalizer. Oh, crap. Limit out with the lightweight trigger-operated equalizer lobster snare. Get yours now at Florida Dive Retailers and LobsterLooper.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Can I help you, boys? I want to return a fish. Damn it. What? That's the ninth return I've had this week. What's wrong with it? Let me guess. It killed a bunch of people, right? Yeah, dude. Damn it. It's just like all the other returns. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Jerry Beatty from Dive Training Magazine uh, with me right now, kind of reminiscing about some of our favorite dives and what we got to go uh, mark off the list or repeat on some of the dive adventures that we've done. 
as uh, things start to open back up. Uh, but, you know, Jerry is plugged in. He knows everybody and anybody who's in the dive industry. And uh, one of my go-to guys, when I, I just kind of call up and say, Jerry, what are you hearing from everybody? <laughs> you know, uh, are they feeling good about uh, people getting back in the water? Or are the manufacturers doing well? Are the dive shops uh, coming back? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Because he's very, very plugged in in that regard. So I'll just do it in front of everybody uh, on the show today, <laughs> Jerry. What are you, what are you hearing? I, I, I'm, I'm getting a good vibe from folks. Are you, are you feeling that now too or what? I, I'm definitely feeling uh, that the sun is rising, no question. We were very dark this time a year ago. Yeah. Um, last summer, we had a pretty good summer for local diving, and that definitely picked it up in the whole uh, dive industry in North America that, boy, we got to get back and have a stronger local diving program. True. Uh, and then again, we couldn't fly, so anywhere you could drive to, was fair game mm-hmm. and uh, everything from North Carolina down to Key West, even over Destin had one of the best dive years ever. Uh, so there was, there was some happiness there. We, yeah. we went to another cold winter, but uh, for the most part in the United States, if you had access to water, you didn't have any trouble finding divers that wanted to get in it. No doubt. Uh, I mean, the Florida dive operators in particular have just done really, really well uh this this year and um i mean i hope that continues but it does kind of you know it refocuses your attention if you're a diver that has a tendency to travel outside your local area to you know go around the world whether it's the galapagos or or some other cool caribbean place or you know, some place in the pacific it's it, it's like you kind of forget some of the local uh places that you learned to dive maybe initially and uh thought oh, i've you know been there done that you've been kind of refocused to go back and visit some of those places if you wanted to get wet. And that that's kind of been a positive in a lot of, in a lot of ways, I think you think no question, yeah. no question at all. Yeah. It's a little different on the international scene, but that is so much better than it was a year ago. There is a lot of Caribbean destinations that you can go to minimum entry protocols. Uh, and like I was saying about, you know, that they've changed. They didn't have any, diving pressure they didn't have any cruise ship pressure mm-hmm. so a lot of our standard you know turks and caicos and some places like that are just outstanding right now yeah well like you said less impact from visitors and uh and, and now they're getting ready to open up uh you know full full bore for everyone i mean i think independence day next week is going to be pretty phenomenal and could be the opening finally to the to a lot of the you know international travel that we we were used to doing and taking advantage of uh, for some time. So it's going to be interesting over the next few months, and it's only going to get better, is what I'm seeing. And I, I assume you agree. I do. Some are going to take longer than others. Some won't even open this year. But there's plenty of choices out there for you. There's no question. Now, don't you go to Bugfest the end of the month? Absolutely. And I cannot wait. I'll tell you what. That's going to be like the first big, you know, diving event, ironically, for, you know, probably since COVID, really. I mean, because we haven't had any dive shows. They've all had to be, you know, virtually um, attended or, or they didn't have them at all. So Bugfest at the end of July at Lauderdale-by-the-Sea um, is is just going to be a huge huge event, I think, and and I'll tell you the the pent up demand from from folks and and what I'm hearing from 
you know, the people booking rooms there at the Plunge Beach Hotel, the host hotel and that kind of thing has been extremely strong. So the demand, there's no doubt, is there. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it uh, pans out. Uh, but I know they're excited. All the, you know, Steve and the gang down there at Lauderdale by the Sea that put on this event are, are uh, pretty excited uh, at, at the response that they've received so far from potential divers coming down to participate in uh, lobster mini season here in Florida. You going to come? You ought to come. I'll tell you what, if Dive God's got my bedroom still open and I get a little arm twisting from you, I very well could be there. Oh, I'm sure. At the bare minimum, he has a couch and that probably <laughs> Uh, then that'd probably be, uh, enough for Jerry Beatty. But of course, I, I, it won't be complete if you're not there, but like I said, uh, you know, uh, it'll be a fun, fun event. It always is fun, but it I think, is always fun. Yeah. But, uh, the fact that, uh, it's been so long since uh, divers have been able to get out and do that social thing. I mean, you know, like I said, in here in Florida, we've been open for some time and divers, especially if you have a, a private boat you can go out or or even you know even the charter operators have all been operating whether it's south florida diving headquarters with jeff and the gang there at pompano or captain slate down there in florida keys they've been cranking this summer they really have been doing really really well and um you know so so it's just one of those things that uh you know you can get out there and do some of this and you've still been able to uh you know dive uh, somewhat socially distanced, but you haven't been able to have the crowds like we would have at a dive show or, or a DEMA or a scuba show in Long Beach. And, and those are just great parties. And so Bugfest will be a little bit of that this year. It's going to be fun. You ought to come. Well, I think uh, the first in-person dive show that we're going to, we are having this year is going to be Boston Sea Rovers, October 2nd. Yeah, October 2nd is what I got for Boston Sea Rovers. I just got that press release uh, about a week ago. And then, of course, we got DEMA in November. So we got a few events coming up that we can all uh, plan accordingly to attend, starting with Bugfest. And I hope I see you there, Jerry. <laughs> I think that'd be great. I had a wonderful time the last two times I was there. Yes, you'll have another great time for sure. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, it is always better. Where, Jerry? Down where it's wetter, Greg. There you go. Safe diving, everyone. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen yes we all miss our loved ones and gases let's go the opinions you just heard on scuba radio are those of the hosts callers and guests okay you know what i just heard blah 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 they are not necessarily those of any station or network its management or advertisers come on quit yanking me scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training oh what's the worst thing that could happen i could die have any questions or comments feel free to do so via the web at scuba radio.com